What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. Happy Halloween and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Coffee in a Convo. Today we are going to be talking about Halloween and fall stuff because we are definitely basic white girls. <laughs> so, um, we are just going to go through and talk about some of our favorite past Halloween traditions growing up, favorite foods, uh, favorite movies, uh, some scary stories, costumes, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Um, if you're wondering, today we are drinking, not coffee, I know, it seems a little off, but today we are drinking matcha lattes. I actually made mine um, here in my house with matcha powder that I got at TJ Maxx and some um, vanilla and a guave syrup and a little bit of cream. Yeah, super good. And it's super good for you. Right. Uh, matcha is a superfood. For those of you who don't know, I'm all about the superfoods lately. Yes, definitely. Okay, so to start us off, I am going to just share with you guys some fun facts and how um, Halloween started, uh, whether you want to know or it's just, oh, hey, this is cool, we're listening to a podcast and now we get to know some fun facts, share it with your coworkers or whatever. So actually, the Halloween holiday has come from kind of a cultural mashup of a bunch of different holidays. So the ancient Celtic, Celtic? Uh, Celtic. I, I don't know. I'm not really I, sure. I don't know. C-E-L-T-I-C. I think it's Celtic. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Okay. People celebrated Samhain, marking the end of harvest season and a time when boundary between the wor- worlds of the living and the dead became blurred and ghosts visited the earth. After the Roman Empire conquered the Celtic people, their festivals of Feralia, a day in late October when the Romans honored the passing of the dead and a day to honor Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees, were combined with Samhain. And then also it was combined with the November 1st Catholic holiday of All Saints Day or All Hallows Mass. And I knew that one. I didn't know about the um, Celtic, Roman, whatever people. But anyway, um, or All Hallows Mass, celebrating all those who have gone to heaven also contributes to the history of Halloween. So that's your first fun fact for you. It's kind of derived of like three different holidays that we decided to all mash up into one. Um, your second fun fact, dressing up in costumes was once a way to hide from ghosts. So it like, yeah. So when people would go out of their houses at night, it would be to like hide from the spirits or a spirit would see your mask and then be like, oh, it's another So did they only person. do it on one day or did they do it on like several days? I think it was just on, I don't know, it doesn't say here, but they say it was just on the one day. I think that's like so... they must have really thought that was like a little wackadoodle. A little wackadoodle. That is so weird. Yeah. Um, Okay, so jack-o'-lanterns were generally carved into turnips. Not pumpkins, were generally carved into turnips. What? Yeah, isn't that so cool? Okay, so in a traditional Celtic story, a man named Jack tricked the devil. So after Jack died, the devil made him roam the night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the piece of coal in a carved out turnip, 
a, car- a common vegetable there and became what? known as the Jack of the Lantern. The Irish? Jack of the, the Jack Lantern. of the Lantern. You can't make this stuff up. Okay. Well, I guess somebody could make this stuff up. I'm just reading this off of an article on Google, so take it with a <sighs> pillar of salt. But okay. So Irish and Scottish people would carve their own versions of Jack's Lantern with scary faces and place them near windows or doors to frighten away Jack or other evil spirits. When immigrants brought the tradition to America, the native pumpkin was more available than turnips. And today's, and today, jack-o'-lanterns were born. Aren't turnips small? Yeah. What? That's what I thought. That's they what had I to thought be, the like, serious, like, very intricate, intricate, I can't say the word. Intric- in, no, I can't say it either. Intricate? Intricate. Intricate. Intricate details. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to get little faces on turnips. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Super interesting. Okay. Um, so trick-or-treating likely evolved from the medieval custom custom of souling in England. This one's actually kind of interesting. Okay. Um, it's not like just like spooky and wives tales and demonic and stuff. Okay. Okay. On all souls day celebrations, poor people would knock on doors asking for food in exchange for saying prayers. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I thought that was interesting. Um, the huh. Bon and Bonfire is a reference to bones. That's kind of weird. That I don't is, like that. I do not like that. Um, and yeah, that's all I have for, oh, no, one more. The custom of decorating with black and orange for Halloween makes perfect sense because orange is seen orange. throughout, orange is seen throughout autumn's changing leaves and is a symbol of strength and endurance. Oh. Well, black is typically the color of death. Oh, so strength and endurance. And death. Through death, maybe. Maybe. Through death. Through death? You're enduring death. I don't know. But um, what I learned here is that mostly kind of a very creepy demonic holiday. And now I understand why, you know, our moms kept it, like, light and fluffy as kids. But also, there there's some cool things in there. Like, the All Saints Day. I really like that. I wish mm-hmm. that we would celebrate a little bit more of that side of it. But um, anyway, so now that you know a little bit of the history, a few fun facts well, to share with, to know. you know passerbys in your um day uh cameron tell them that you learned it from uh our podcast yeah tell them that you learned it from us i mean we learned it from a google article but you know you still heard it here you heard it here first you heard it here maybe not first but you heard it here you heard it here yeah okay anyway moving on okay so um we're gonna talk about halloween movies oh yes halloween movies um you guys i don't know about you but i have never been a fan of scary movies but there are some like Kind of, you know, like the the cheeky, fun, won't keep you up at night, scared to death movies that I like to watch during spooky season. So my list here is Hocus Pocus, which the um, three sisters in it is, are absolutely hilarious. You guys, Hocus Pocus is just a good, lighthearted, funny as heck movie. And Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. Kind of a big fan of Sarah Jessica Parker and there's a talking cat and there's there's actually some really cool fun hidden facts in there that i can't really recall at the moment but i think there's this one thing where the there's like this guy that comes this like funny corpse that comes out of the ground at the end of the movie and he like 
and like a bunch of moths like burst out of his mouth or whatever and back then they didn't have all like the cgi so they were actually real moths oh my god yeah i was heard it i heard it talked about on the radio the other day i'm like that's wild that's so ew (laughs) yeah kind of gross Halloween Town. Don't actually remember Halloween Town that much. I remember watching it when I was a kid. Was that on Disney Channel? Down at the U Center. Yeah, it okay. was. It was. I on, remember it being advertised. Yeah, it was on. Um, yeah, it was on Disney Channel. But I remember watching it down at the U Center once, and it was just one of the only Halloween movies I can remember. Okay, Casper the Friendly Ghost. You guys, like I, the I real have seen that one. Yeah, the real people one where she kisses the cute boy at the end because oh, shoot, what's his name? Um, no idea. In the real you life. You guys, you should know, I probably, I haven't seen, like, 90% of the movies Jenna's talking about, because my mom didn't let me watch, quote-unquote, scary movies. Quote-unquote. She wasn't allowed to watch Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch Scooby-Doo because my mom thought it would scare me. Which, I don't know. Maybe I was a scaredy cat as a kid. I don't really remember. No. Well, I was definitely a scaredy cat as a kid. Um, Snow White gave me nightmares. Oh. I mean, for, Snow White is, days. you know, okay, this is a little bit off the trail, but did you oh, know there. that all of, like, the Disney princess movies um, have been, like, made less scary? Like, they originate, the actual stories originate usually from, like, oh other God, countries. super so, twisted. So, yeah. here, so the Cinderella story, um, the girls, the evil sisters actually cut off her foot to make her foot fit into the slipper. That's messed you know how up, like man. you know how Cinderella's slipper was super right. small and they like right. the stepsister's feet were too big yeah yeah in the original story the stepsister chopped off her foot to make it like fit wow that's like, or kind cut of, like that's part morbid. of her foot off yeah that is morbid yeah and like all of them are like that that insanely crazy and they like oh, I think they like most of them originate from other countries like that one originates right. from somewhere in Europe right. so yeah. well I know a lot of them well I guess you know whatever american culture but um a lot of them originate from like europe well it's because we are all right that's what i said we all originate from somewhere else we all originate from somewhere else we're a melting pot here um what other one did i have in here oh yeah casper that well i said that one but okay but um he's in wild america and i just had the hugest crush on him so it was always my favorite when Halloween would roll around and I would get to watch Casper <laughs> because for like the five minutes at the end when he turns into that really good looking dude, I'm just like, ugh, yep, was there for it. Um, witches and Stitches. Okay, a shout out to my sisters on this one because this was one of those, we had it on a VHS. Well, I guess we had Casper on a VHS too, but we had it on a VHS and it's the dumbest little cartoon in the whole world. It's like three sisters and they're all witches and the two sisters are the troublemakers and then the one is always trying to like keep them in line and then because they made a bunch of trouble at like the witches convention last year they weren't allowed to go to it this year and then the one sister's so upset and then they turn her into a pumpkin and she like rolls away and oh my god anyway it's the dumbest funniest little like it's i think it's like a 30 minute little cartoon oh my god and it i literally looked it up on prime the other day it is on prime by the way Looked it up on Prime the other day, and I just sat there and watched it, and I'm like, this is the dumbest movie, but, like, I love it, and I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't turn it oh off. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then, obviously, the, a classic, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I did watch that one. We actually would watch that one, like, in music class, I think. I think it was always really? music class. I don't know why music class, but we'd watch that, like, um, like during our music, like, hour or whatever. We'd yeah. get to watch that movie during Halloween yep. season or whatever, so... Yeah, I remember that one. That was good. I saw that one. I like all yeah. the Charlie Brown ones. But, like, still to this day, around spooky season, those are the only movies I watch. I don't like scary movies. Which is going to take me into talking about 
Because yeah, you actually do like some scary movies. Okay, only like one that I can think of right... Well, okay, there's there's been others, but I can't think of the names of them. But my ultimate favorite scary movie is actually Silence of the Lambs. If you haven't watched it, you should go watch it. It is such a good movie. But I'm not into like actual like quote-unquote like scary movies. Like... Like I, th- I don't. Like, I just think what's that, like, a, horror. I think I think like the horror movies are quite unnecessary. I don't mind like the like, um, like the psychological see, thrillers. I like psychological see, thrillers. Yeah, that's what I mean by that. But like, like the gory quote unquote horror. I just like, think it's give a couple examples of like horror movies. Cause I don't really watch horror movies. I don't know. Like, like the only thing. Is it like Chainsaw Massacre? Like a like right. horror movie? I don't really know. I've never watched that one. Yeah. But what isn't like the It movies or something? I don't know. I never see. I don't. I haven't yeah. seen any of these. I don't know what qualifies as like horror. I don't either. Or not, but like, I'm not all into the ones it. with like the weird, like demonic, weird, creepy right. stuff. My whole thing is like, here's the deal, folks. The world is already kind of a dark place. Sometimes, do we really need to add more darkness to it or entertain ourselves with like? You don't need to get into that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I personally don't feel the need to no. get into it. I'm no. not into and, it. And, I mean, talking about, like, demonic stuff is, like, a whole other topic. But, for the most part, those, like, horror movies, like, aren't realistic. Like, that stuff. Right. That stuff. You're still kind of putting junk into your mind, I feel. I don't know. Well, I'm, I don't just, know. Well, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, like, they're just, like, so far crazy and weird. It's, like, I'm watching it and I'm, like, this is just dumb. Like, this is yeah, just so right. dumb. Like, this would never happen in real in life. In real life. Right. So, that's why, okay, go back to Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is, like, my favorite movie, um, scary movie, because it is, like, it could happen, okay? If you've ever watched it, you know it gets pretty weird, but it could actually happen, I feel. And then there's also been, like, a couple other of the, like, um, psychotic mind ones that could actually happen. Like, I can't remember what the name of this one is, but he pretty much um, has, like, multiple personality disorder. Well, he pretends to have multiple personality disorder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to Callie Hansen for telling me to watch this movie, and I watched it, like, in high school. So if you're listening to this, Callie, tell me what movie it is again. I can't remember. But he has multiple, he pretends to have multiple personality disorder. Mm-hmm. It kills these people and does all this super crazy stuff. And then his lawyer pretty much, like, he gets through all the courts, and his lawyer helps him and all this stuff, and he convinces his lawyer that he has multiple personality right. disorder. They, like, even record him when... Like, when no one's around. And he pretends on camera when no one's watching him down multiple personalities. He just is crazy. And then the very, like, last scene of the movie, he, like, says something to his lawyer. Oh, my gosh. I just got shivers right now. He says something to his lawyer that only, like, the other character, only the other personality of him yeah. knew. Not the one he's in right now. And the right. lawyer, like, takes a double look at him. And then um, he's like, all right, see you later. And then he walks out of the jail. Like the prison, and then there's something in this. There's something in this movie where this guy, where like, I don't know. Maybe you, a lot of people out there know, but like the court case was already done, and like all this stuff. So pretty much, like he was free. Done deal. It was right. a done deal. Like it didn't matter what the lawyer went back and told anyone. Like he was he. This literally like serial killer, crazy insane dude was just on the loose. Just on the loose. Anyways, um, that's like um, those are the kind of movies, scary movies I like. Shutter Island. Okay. Shutter Island, or one that's very similar that they just came out with is, I think it's called, like, Unsane or something like that. Okay. Where it's, like, at the end, you're sitting there and you're like, is he crazy? Is he not crazy? Is she crazy? Is she not crazy? And you just don't know. Those of you who watch Shutter Island, you know what I'm talking about. I haven't, because here's the thing, I don't like scary movies. I already said I don't like scary movies. But, um, but the, 
Um, the whole... The whole reason I didn't watch it or I was because I'm like, oh, it's a scary movie. I'm not going to watch a scary movie. And then and then one of my sisters, Brianna, she's like, dude, it's not actually that scary. We should watch it. So I watched it one day when we were at her house and it ends. And I'm just like, and they're like leading him away to give him like a, when they like drill into your head, you know? Oh my gosh. What's yeah. that called? A something. I have no idea what something, it's called. Something, something, lobotomy or something like that. Anyway. And I'm just like, <gasps> and then you're like, are they actually the bad guys or is he crazy? And you just don't. So it literally ends no. without knowing. You end without knowing. So you go through this whole movie. Spoiler alert ahead. Um, you go through this whole movie thinking that this guy is solving this, like, big case. And that this whole, like, insane asylum is all corrupt and all this stuff. And this and Leonardo DiCaprio, the main character or whatever, is, um, like, cracking this big case and uncovering all of these, like, horrible things about this insane asylum. And then it gets to the end. And they're, and it's them, like convincing him convincing him that he's actually crazy and they were just letting him play out this like investigative like alter ego or whatever oh my gosh but he's actually crazy and whatever all this stuff and they were gonna give him one more chance before they were gonna like drill into his brain and stuff and so then you're like and then at the end you're like, like he's like oh yeah you're right I am crazy and he kind of and he flashes back to all this stuff, but then you're sitting there asking yourself, well, is he flashing back to all of these things because that's what they've been telling him is wrong with him because he actually was onto something, and so then they just put that in his brain, so now that's in his brain? Oh my gosh. Or is he actually crazy? And then he's getting led away, and so then he comes to this moment where he's like, yeah, you're right, I am crazy, blah, 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 and then he's sitting outside the steps smoking a cigarette, and then he's like, we got to get out of here, partner. We got to get out of here. And then he goes back to like his whole cop mind. It's just so wild. You have to watch it. Everyone has to watch it. Okay. One of my favorite movies. So, um, two more movies that you need to watch that along the same line as like psychotic scary is, um, the girl on the train. That one is, I never watched that. you need to watch that one. It's super good. It's one of those things where it's like, you kind of think you have it figured out. And then at the very end, like the killer slash I don't remember if he was, but anyways, he, I don't remember how many people he'd killed or if it was like a one kill. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But the, the bad guy pretty much was not who he expected it to be. And then also side effects with Channing Tatum. <gasps> I remember watching that. Yes. I wonder if we watched that together. We might have. I think we did. That one actually had a pretty good ending. He, I don't remember the ending totally, but I think Channing Tatum dies. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. So those are some of our movies. Those are some of our movies. Um, okay. So, we kind of talked about it, I guess, a little bit, but um, growing up, our parents didn't really, like, let us get into the quote-unquote scary side of Halloween, um, which was kind of nice because, obviously, we were kind of, we were best friends, so, right. you know, we were, in it, we were in it together, but we never, like, you're allowed to dress up as anything, like, scary or, like, witches or, like, anything like that it was always you know cutesy stuff and the like happy like fun side of things didn't right like our parents didn't want to completely take us away from the whole halloween experience but also was like hey yeah you can still wear demonic scary stuff is probably a thing that you should stay away from as a young impressionable child let's dress up as princesses yes or something else (laughs) or something else um, so we, we actually dressed up all like together a lot. Yeah, we did dress up together a lot. And like, I can't, I feel like we did probably honestly like every other year. I'm not kidding. Seriously. Like all the time, all the time. But the two that stick out to the most in my mind was the, um, poodle skirt one where we dressed up as what even generation is that? Oh, it's, mm, is, is it, it like the eighties? No, I think it's like the sixties or the seventies. Sixties or seventies. Maybe anyway. it's even the fifties. 
Well, we each wore our mom's poodle skirts. Oh. I'm pretty sure. No, I don't think I my know, mom had one. I wore my mom's poodle oh. skirt. I don't know whose poodle skirt you wore. No. But I, I wore my mom's poodle skirt that my mom actually wore in high school. Oh. So it had to be in like, yeah, it had to be in like the 60s because she was born in like... I better yeah. not say that on the air. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So we had that one. And then we also had We Were Dressed Our Best Thing 1 and Thing 2 from the Dr. Seuss movie. And Serena got in on that one. She oh, played the cat yes. in the hat. Yes. But then she kind of ditched and went with her other group of friends trick-or-treating. Oh, did she? And your dad and that. then your dad dressed <gasps> up as cat in the hat. I don't you remember that? We need to get that picture. And then, and then we um and then we drove out. Your mom has it in one of her yeah, scrapbooks. She does. I know she, she does. does. Um We'll see if by the time this airs, if we can get um, Mama Carrie to send that over to us. Yes, but, perfect. Um, I remember, I remember going out to your uncle John's house to get candy, like just rolling around in your guys's minivan. Yep, and I'm sure we went to my grandparents because okay, that was a Halloween tradition that we always had. Is so it means my grandma and grandpa live like ten miles out of town. We would always go out there every Halloween. Um, to show my grandma our outfits, like, our costumes. Aww, yeah, I love it. And then my cousins would come, too, and then we'd all show her our costumes, and then she'd give us, like, a whole bag of candy. <laughs> you know? She's like, here, thanks for making the trip. Yeah, and it was, like, the good candy, like, Reese's and right. Snickers and stuff. Yeah. Right, none of the dum-dums nonsense. Yeah. Um, our, our, um, family traditions for Halloween... Okay, so my mom w- was one of those moms that literally went, like, all out for every single holiday. Like... I mean, Saint she had, Patrick's she Day. She had lots of practice. She did have lots of practice, like St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, Halloween. Like, obviously, Thanksgiving, Christmas are givens, but like literally every holiday, it was like everything, like just like crazy. She decorated for every holiday. She did different, like she had different traditions for every holiday, and our traditions for um, Halloween was she would make owl cookies, which I'm going to attempt this week. It's so funny because Ooh. every year around this time are like I have a group snap with um, I have a group snapchat with all of my sisters yeah and like slowly but surely throughout the week before Halloween all of these pictures start showing up of like our crumpled disheveled like owl cookies it's really hard to get them right and somehow my mom does it like flawlessly obviously she's had years of practice right she does these owl cookies flawlessly oh my gosh and they just look beautiful and they're just so delicious and then the rest of us try doing it and they just like what's in them like what what type of cookie are they so it's like i think it's it's like a shortbread i don't know anyway is there peanut butter in them yeah so it's okay so you do this like peanut butter log and then you do this and then you and then you take the same peanut butter dough and add a little bit of like the unsweetened baker's chocolate to it okay so it makes it like so it's like a light brown and a dark brown and then you take your peanut butter log and you well and then you roll out your like darker color so it's like a flat thing and then you roll up your peanut butter log okay and then you chill it for like however long and then you and then there's oatmeal in it too anyway and then you like slice them okay and then you slice them into cookies i remember seeing and then you put them on the pan and then you shape the little owl ears okay and then you cook them well and then you shape the little owl ears and then you put two chocolate chips for the eyes and then you put and yeah. then you put a little cashew for the nose. Oh, yes. Right? I, I always saw that. I remember right. seeing these. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we had these every single year. And then now that we're out, all out on our own, we try making them ourselves. Luckily, my mom is still the go, and she will send us all the little asparagus boxes Aww, from the lodge, you know? Cute. She'll send us the little asparagus boxes full of owl cookies, owl cookies. because our, ours always just end up crumbling apart. Oh anyway, so you should was, post. you should post a picture of... Mine, like, and then post a picture yeah, of my mom's when they yeah. come. Yeah. 
Yeah. You need to. Yeah, I will. I 100% will. Okay. Um, okay, so that was one tradition, and then every, um, and then my mom also, like, made all of our costumes. For the most part. For the most part, she made all of them. Like, I remember her making quite a few princess dresses. I remember there was an Oompa Loompa costume at one point. Like, the pumpkin costume that I wore probably for, like, six years straight. Oh my gosh. She definitely made that one. You wore the same costume? I wore the same costume for, like, six years straight. And what's so funny is... Before I decided to just keep on being this like little, it was like this pumpkin and then it kind of had this like, this little like pudgy part like around oh my, my butt gosh. and then I wear like these leggings with it. Anyway, that was when I was like way younger though. And, um, Brianna actually, I think it was Brianna. I might be getting that wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Brianna. One of my other sisters wore it like a thousand times before I got onto the whole kick. Of course. And then every night for Halloween before we would go out trick or treating, we'd have pigs in a blanket Hot dogs wrapping crescent rolls, orange jello that my mom would make in this, yes. in like the in like the pumpkin the pumpkin cake pan or whatever. Yeah, and tater tots. Ooh, yeah. Every single year, and they're not even like really like Halloweenish at all, except the orange jello, obviously. But like the pigs in a blanket and tater tots. Okay, who here's even the thing. knows where that came here's from? Here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you where the pigs in a blanket came from. Okay, because my mom did pigs in a blanket also, but we called them mummies because oh. they were wrapped up in a hot dog. But you always call them pigs in a blanket just because, I mean, that's really what they're called. Right. But my mom would call them mummies. And anyways, you'd always be like, I'm having pigs in a blanket. And I was like, I'm having mummies. And we were having, we're like, having the same, same thing. thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But it was also kind of nice because I felt, because when I would like go over to your house, or yeah. instead of like staying at my own house or something, I still felt like I was getting in on the tradition because yeah. you guys had I remember you know, you, the same thing. Yeah. I remember you like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, we always carved our pumpkins. Like, in our underwear on the kitchen floor. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, until it became, like, inappropriate to run around in your underwear. Yeah. But. So, we would carve ours, and sometimes my mom would get, like, the little carving kits with, like, and either even have, like, the picture. Right. you'd, like, put onto it to, like, try to make it right. look good. Yeah. And then, um, we would always do ours, like, mm, like, probably at least a week before Halloween. Yeah. And then we would light a little candle on it and put it outside. Yeah. In front of the house. Um, I remember one year, I mean, we were pretty, we were quite a bit older, but one, I don't know if it was your brother or your dad made that, like, huge pumpkin, like, eating the smaller pumpkin, making <gasps> yes! the scared face, and I'm like, wow, okay, like, par- like pumpkin carving professionals over that here at the so, Deckers. Yeah, it was, like, one big pumpkin eating, like, this smaller pumpkin, and so it had, like, a big mouth cut out with another pumpkin in it. It was, it was... I feel like legit. it was probably, like, Logan. That feels like something that yeah, he would do, but probably, I don't know. Pretty sure. ambitious. You should see if your mom has a picture of that, too. Yeah. Man, because that was that was amazing, and like meanwhile over here, I would always cut out my teeth by accident. Me you know, too. You always cut out your teeth so by accident. Easy to it's do. so hard. It's so hard. Um, and then you would take like the toothpicks to like stab them back in. Yes. Yep. Um. Anyway, that is that's man. Some good memories. I kind of I kind of miss that. The best um, trick or treating spots were always hilltop. Mm-hmm. Hilltop, and then also going to the manor was a pretty fun time. Okay, so I feel like this is a really, like, it goes, you either love it or you hate it. How do you feel about candy corn? Oh, candy <laughs> corn. I do not like candy corn. Really? You won't eat it at all? I mean, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. This is, this is terrible. I don't like it, but I'll eat it. Um, <sighs> I will eat it 
so my mom always had like a dish of peanuts mixed with, with candy, candy corn. corn and yes, sweet and salty. And so I would eat like five peanuts with like half of a candy corn. Oh my gosh! Because it was just too. It was like just eating like straight up sugar. It's they're interesting. So I feel like for the longest time I wasn't a huge candy corn person, but now it's like when I have it, I don't know if it just brings back like memories. Memories. Maybe I should try it but again. I probably so, haven't eaten candy corn for like ten years. Yeah. So tonight at work we had like some popcorn. And, um, somebody was eating popcorn with candy corn and I did it and it's really good, but I would have like a huge handful of popcorn with like one little candy corn just because it is really sugary and overpowering. Right. So I was like, "Mm, maybe I should have like a movie night, Halloween, Brady and I, and that'd be like, that'd be a thing. New tradition, like popcorn and candy corn instead of popcorn and M&Ms. I don't know. It seemed, I don't know. Yeah. Watch Witches and Stitches. Witches and stitches. Watch witches and stitches. Yes. Um, or Silence of the Lambs again. Remember when we were all hanging out the other night, that one night that we recorded the Trends episode? Yes. And we literally, well, bef- before we recorded that episode, we had some friends over. Yep. And we were going to Hy-Vee to get pickles and peanut butter. To make pickle and peanut butter sandwiches. Make pick- peanut butter pickle sandwiches. Don't knock it till you try it. It's because really good. there was like five people here that night who had never tried it before and they tried it for the first time. Everyone liked it. And everyone liked it. Yeah. Everyone liked it. So don't knock it till you try it anyway. But here's the deal. You have to get like the crappy peanut butter that's not good for you. Like yeah, Jif. Like, like Jif. sugar. And like white crappy bread. Yeah. White crappy bread. Pretty much everything that's bad for you. Except for the pickles. Semi-healthy. <laughs> Lots of sodium, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Don't do it that often, but it's a pretty good treat for whenever you're... It's a comfort food for me. It's like a midnight snack. It's a comfort food for me because this is totally off topic, but I'm just going to go here anyway. My mom used to make them for us as kids because one of her friends, when she was younger, like brought them to school once or something like that. And then she hadn't gone grocery shopping one week, and she's like, huh, I have peanut butter and pickles. And then she gave us peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. And then we loved it, and it was like one thing, it was just like one of those things we grew up eating, and so now, like whenever I'm homesick, I'm like, "Mm, peanut butter and pickle sandwiches, here we go. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Anyway, we were at Hy-Vee, and I don't know, you got into a debate with somebody about whether or not the big, huge pumpkin, pumpkins tasted different than just the little corns. Than just the little corns. But the same candy. Both candy candy corn. Yeah. Yeah. Both candy corn made out of the exact same thing. But this other person insisted, he's like, no, they taste different. Yeah. It's like the pumpkins taste better than the little corns. And I'm like, dude, no, it's literally the exact same thing. So we bought a bag that had both of them in it and we did a taste test. We did a blind taste test. A blind taste test. So I cut them because obviously the big pumpkins, like if you put that in your mouth, you're going to know it's a lot bigger right. than the other ones so i cut them into little bite sizes and i handed out one kind and then to like four three or four of them and then i handed out the other kind with all of them with their eyes shut and they got them confused he thought yeah. he was eating the little candy corn when he was eating and he was pumpkin. so sure of it too he's like mm, this is the pumpkin this is the pumpkin like right away sure. and i was like nope <laughs> nope i was like see so they taste the same oh that was that was fun but anyway yeah i don't know how i feel about candy corns yeah I'm a little... It's a seasonal thing. It definitely is. It is a good thing it's a seasonal thing. Yeah, for um, like one month. You know what I do love, though? Roasting the pumpkin seeds after you're done carving out Those are good. I've done that before. That. And we always put like the Lowry season salt on them. Oh, yum. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That is really yummy. That's so good. I think I had like my Tupperware from last year like all the way in, up until Christmas. Because they stay good forever and it's like a good little like locale snack. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Pumpkin seeds are good for you. Are they good for you? I don't know. Yeah, they have a lot of protein in them. You can literally (gasps) buy straight up pumpkin seeds from the store. Well, I've been, I knew that. I've seen them at Aldi before, but (laughs) Aldi. I mean, they're good. They're natural. 
Right. So I just didn't know there was like that much nutritional value. Oh yeah, they're like really high in protein. Oh my gosh, they're gonna be my like new favorite. Like they're snack. higher in protein than like nuts. Oh. Yeah. Like they're high in fat too, but like they're hot. They have a higher protein than like peanuts and cashews and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, they're That's really good. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Man, look at all this stuff <laughs> that we're learning. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Well, um. Yeah, I think that that's kind of all that we had to talk about. I think, no, no, no. I think we no. need to share our scary stories now. <gasps> oh, I almost forgot the scary stories, you guys. Okay, so I'll go first. I don't know if mine's like really a quote-unquote scary story. Well, I don't know if mine is either. They're scary but for us. They're scary for us. Kind of like, it's not, don't worry. If your kids were listening with you, you don't have to like turn it off. It's not going to be that scary. No. But, okay, so when I was growing up. And still to this day, honestly, but it was scarier when I was growing up. In my hallway, my mom had these shelves up towards, like, the top of the ceiling. So all of our, so our bedrooms were all down this one hallway. And, um, and up along this, like, top shelf, my mom had a bunch of her, um, like, antique toys from, like, her childhood. So she had her old Barbies up there, like, an old Barbie car that honestly would probably go on eBay for, like, $400 now. I'm not kidding you. Like, she has some really cool antique toys, and she took such good care of all of them that they're still in, like, mint condition, right? Well, part of this was a bunch of these, like, old dolls. So she had these old, like, baby dolls and, like, and um, these porcelain dolls and all this stuff that were up on these shelves. And then there was a couple that were on top of our linen cabinet, too. And my mom has some beautiful antique pieces and some beautiful antique collections and all this stuff. And these dolls were part of just like her antique collections and, um, like super cool, super cool. I have more appreciation for them now than I did when I was a young child who was easily frightened. Like I said, Snow White gave me nightmares (laughs) and, um, but going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, like when you'd have to get up and like pee or whatever. I, it was always so scary to go out in that hallway because my house is honestly kind of scary to begin with because, I mean, it's just it's older. Just old, yeah. It's just older, so you'd, like, step on the floor and it would it be just like, creeps. and it was just kind of a little, a little eerie in the middle yeah, of the night. right. Especially for a child, and then you'd walk down this hall and you just have all these old dolls staring at you, right? It was just all these old dolls staring at you. And then probably like long about junior high, there was this one porcelain doll and she had gotten jarred a few many times, a few too many times. And she was sitting up on the, um, on the, on the linen cabinet. Okay. And so you would be walking down and you just kind of like look out of the corner of your eye and there'd be this like doll staring at you. Oh my god, It was just terrifying. And then, and then long about junior high. Um, both of her eyeballs like popped out No, and she was like a hollow porcelain doll. So they like, why did your mom keep it back? Because it's like, it's like a priceless antique. Oh my God. And I'm not sure if this was one of the one from her childhood, but like a lot of these dolls were from her childhood too. So like, I mean, yeah, whatever. And, um, and like, they like popped back into the back of her head and it just sat there. So it was like this doll with like with like empty, vacant eyes Ew! staring no. into your soul. And like I don't know. I think it I think that happened like right around the time that you know that movie like Annabelle or whatever. Yeah. Um like came out and I just remember walking and I, I that thing it scared me so oh my so 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 many times. Now that you have the background on it, that's not even the scary part yet. Oh, okay. So one day, and this was just, like, recently. I think this was honestly the fall before I moved to Sioux Falls. Okay. okay. My mom, 
was like, hey, you know, we would, I would help her clean, like, every, you know, Friday, Saturday was kind of our cleaning days, and she'd be like, hey, will you help me clean, and I'd be like, yeah, whatever, and so this week, she was like, hey, we haven't, like, I haven't dusted my, um, you know, I haven't dusted all of, like, the antique toys or whatever for a while, whatever, blah, blah, blah. and she's like, will you go and dust them, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, sure, whatever, so I'm dusting these, and I honestly think I have the Snapchat video saved because I alerted the media the second that this happened. Oh my gosh. So it's like obviously up a pretty high ceiling. It's an yeah. old house. We took the false ceilings out. So it's a pretty high ceiling. I'm up on one of our kitchen stools, like just dusting all of these dolls, like yeah. taking each doll down. I have my headphones in. I'm just like doing work, right. whatever. And there's this doll that kind of had one of those like heads that moved by itself. Of right? course. Of course. And it, and like its hair had kind of started coming out a little bit. So, you know, those holes that dolls have oh, yes. in their head where yes. like the hair comes out of, like all I can think about is that one, um, like the misfit toys off yes. of, like a, off of a toy movie. story, yes. off a of toy <gasps> story under Sid's yes. bed, the you know, one of the, yes. the spider legs yes. and then she has like the tufts of hair missing. Yep. Okay. So now that you have the picture in your head, so yep. I'm dusting off this one doll, right? And I'm kind of holding it. And I'm, like, looking at the shelf and holding this doll away from me in my other hand, right? So it's kind of out of, like, like out of the corner of my eye, holding it while I'm kind of dusting where she was sitting and dusting a few things around it. And all of a sudden, this doll, like, I didn't even move it, you guys. I didn't even move it. And all of a sudden, this doll's head, it was pointed away from me because I'm like, I don't need this doll staring at, like, staring my soul down. Like, I don't need this doll staring yeah. at me, right? All of a sudden, this doll's head lols from staring down the hall to staring at me like it just like lols in the most horror movie fashion way and then it also had those eyeballs that would like close when you lay it down and the lolling movement caused one of the eyeballs to like (laughs) flicker half shut and i was home alone and I screamed. Did you like, drop it? I screamed. No, I didn't have a death wish. Like, my mom would have killed me. No, I'm just kidding. She she would have been fine. She would have actually thought it was... I don't know if I ever told her this story. But no, I did not drop it because this I is an antique toy that, would, would, that would... Out of fear? Go on eBay for like a pretty penny. Okay, I was not about to drop it. And I screamed. I chucked it probably quite forcefully back up on the shelf. Hopped off of the stool quite quickly and like ran to the bathroom and locked myself in the bathroom oh my god like and this was as an adult like i was the scariest thing in the whole world like i thought the doll was possessed and coming to get me and kill me and everyone i loved probably is <sighs> yeah anyway those dolls are all still up there all those dolls are still up there that's my scary story oh my god and sometimes sometimes when i think about it i'm like surprised i survived I'm surprised I survived. Not because the doll was going to come to life and kill me, but because I'm surprised I didn't, like, fall off of the stool that I was standing or on. Or drop the doll. Or drop the doll and then face the wrath of my mother. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's, she's a lovely lady, you guys. She's, she's lovely a lady. lovely lady. The lovely lady. That's my scary story. Okay. So, my scary story actually all has to do with Serena, Jenna's sister, who she lives with. So, we were at the Brown County Fair. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, this one. Okay. So, we were at the Brown County Fair. And it was probably, like, a group of, like, five or six of us or something. And we were just having a good old time. And all of a sudden, we were in high school. This kind of strange kid, kind of looks funny, kind of acts funny, all by himself. You know, just one of those, like, weird kids. Comes up and just, like, starts talking to us. And he's like, what's your name? And what's your name? And he's, like, trying to talk to all the girls. And he's, like, really talking to Serena. And then he, like, and then some people, like, went on some rides. And then I think I wasn't on a ride 
and I was the only one not on the ride, so he just stood there and talked to me while I was waiting for all my friends to get off the rides, and then he just, like, followed us from ride to ride, and it was just, like, so weird, and he was just, uh, he, he was, wasn't, was like, he was, he, like, you, you'd think he's harmless. Right, because he was kind of scrawny, he, he kind of just, like, looked, looked a little, like, socially awkward right i'm talking about how he wanted to go on the zipper yes he wanted to go on the zipper anyway so then he didn't have like any friends here and he pretty much led to him asking if one of us would go on the zipper with him and, and i don't remember did he originally ask serena to go on the zipper with i'm pretty him? sure i'm pretty sure he asked serena to go on the zipper with him we might just be choosing to remember it like that but, but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he asked serena i think he had a crush on serena and she i don't know how it came about but pretty much he was, like, walking a little bit ahead of us, maybe talking with some other people, like, some of our other friends we were with. And Serena is walking next to me, and she's like, Cameron, you need to go on the zipper with him. Like, you need to go with him. Like, he has no friends. Like, he, he's really sad. Like, you know he really wants to go on the zipper. Like, I know he's weird and everything. She's like, but, Cameron, like, what would Jesus do? You need to offer to go on the zipper with him. And... Yeah, but like, you have to realize at this point he was just he was just like an awkward little kid who probably got you know like bullied in junior high. Yeah, right. He was that kind of kid. Right. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure he asked her to go on it with her with her. Right. And then she, she just, just like guilted me. Just guilted me. What would Jesus do? Not guilt your best friend into going on it. So okay, whatever. Somehow it comes about that I will go on the zipper with him. And you guys need to keep in mind, like I don't even like fair rides. Like, I don't know if I'd ever even been on the zipper before at this Probably point. Not. Like, maybe once if I had been on a zipper before. And, like, that was it. And so, I already don't want to go on the zipper with, like, Jenna. Like, or anybody. Or even a guy I'd like. Like, the zipper is just, like, out of the question. Like, I don't think I was even going to do the zipper. But, here we go. Up to the zipper. In line with this guy. And I remember... <laughs> distinctly one of the carnies like let us on the zipper ride and he like looked at me like why are you getting on with this kid because the kid i'm pretty sure the kid was like saying like some weird stuff like in front of me and like as we were getting in the zipper and i was was a little squirrely he was just acting really weird and i remember the carny like looking at me and looking (laughs) at him and like just like i just remember getting some vibes like what is happening here and i was like dude i don't know we i just met him five minutes ago beats me so we get into the zipper ride and we sit down, and the carny pulls the thing down. And right after that, literally, like, we haven't even, it hasn't even moved up a notch yet for the next person to get in. He looks at me, and he's like, don't tell anybody, but I have a knife. And I was like, all right, what would Jesus do, Serena? Really? Dying right here in a zipper ride. Like, but then I started thinking about it. Like, my, my brain was going fast. I was like, okay, if he kills me right now, literally... Once it gets time to get out, it's, they're going to open the door and dead Cameron's going to fall out. And there's only going to be one culprit here. Like, There's only got to be one suspect. One suspect. So I was like, okay, that's not going to happen. And he was like, it's in my pocket. He's like, but please don't tell anybody. And I was like, why? Like, why would you even say that? And so I was just like, okay. And at some point, I think it came out that it was like a pocket knife or something. Didn't it fall out when you guys oh, were spinning sh- around? Stop. You're I'm getting a story. Okay, so then it takes off, and sure enough, one fling of the zipper going upside down, and the knife flies out of his pocket, and you know, if you guys know the zipper ride, you'll go like 100 miles an hour in one direction, and then 100 miles an hour in another direction, and it all while spinning, 
It's like you're spinning while spinning. So, anyways, the knife is literally flying around in there. And in the already sketchy cage. Yes. And then, oh my gosh, I just remembered this part of the story. And then the knife, like, at one point, like, sometimes it, the zipper will, like, rock for a second. And you have, like, a second to catch your breath. So, the knife, like, stops moving and falls right by my feet. And so, I, like... It's right here. I'm putting my foot on it. I was like, I need to get... I remember thinking in my brain, I need to be in control of this knife. <laughs> so I put my foot over the knife to try to, like, hold it there in place. And he's like, no. And he, like, reaches over his foot. And he's, like, trying to get the knife. And then we start flying around again. And this metal knife is... Okay, here's the deal. Is it... It's a pocket knife, so it's closed. But if that hit you, that would hurt, like, yeah. really bad. Even closed. It yeah. Would give you a it, it would just hurt. Yeah, like, you're not going to die. At least it's not like an open knife that's a little more dangerous. But yeah, and it was just like flying around and flying around. <sighs> Finally, I remember like praying to Jesus, like, don't take me now. So then, Don't take me now. So I'm sure this was like my very first zipper experience. So then anyways, we finally get done. Never again. We finally get done. And I and I think one more time he's like, can you just please not tell anybody? And I was like, okay. Like at this point, I'm like not even making eye contact with this kid. I'm like, seriously, like went from like, weirdo bullied kid like you just proved to yourself like like there's no reason that we should hang out with you anymore pretty much like it's not like you're just weird anymore it's like you are dangerous so so we you are dangerous. so we get out and i like pretty much ran over to you guys like literally ran over to you guys like, we gotta go we gotta go yeah we gotta go and i made sure we were like back far enough and i think he was like literally still like getting almost he getting was, like, out following of- you and honestly i remember this because we're like, we're, like what's Wait, going no, no, on one sec, you're getting out of the story so but he was like still back at the zipper like getting out not getting out of it but he was like i like ran over to you guys i was like come over here come over here and i was like you guys he has a knife and i literally said that to you us and then you everyone like looked back at him and like we gotta get going but then, yeah, he started following us. And so he, like, followed us. Okay, now you can go with wherever you're going. Oh, I was just saying that, like, he was following us. And we're like, oh, we're actually leaving. It was fun yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Gotta go. Hasta la vista. Yeah, and then I remember he, like, when you guys, like, he tried to, like, lip to me. Like, did you tell them? Did you tell them? And he's, like, and then he, and then he even, I think he even did, like, the finger thing. Like, come like, here. Come here. Yeah, yeah, like, come here. And I was like, we're going. Goodbye. <laughs> so we went out to the parking lot, I remember. Yeah, I don't know if we actually ended up. We probably honestly. Didn't I I just think end that I think we went out to the parking lot and our plan was eventually to go back, but we were like so shook that we did shook not it. that we did not go back. Right. Yeah. That was crazy. That I wonder was scary. who was with us during that. I honestly because we were with a pretty big group, but yeah. we were like like a full girls. vehicle. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's probably Megan and Callie. I don't know. So, anyways, that was my scary story. That was my near death experience in the zipper. In the zipper. With a weird scrawny kid in a pocket knife. <laughs> probably haven't been back on the zipper since. No. Well, Man. maybe I have, but I don't know. But, no. Tragic. That was absolutely horrible. And I wish I could remember all the little details above it, because I remember there being, like, so many weird things about it. Like, I think he, when I say, like, he followed us around, like, I think it was a solid, like, 15 minutes, like, we were trying to escape him, and he just yeah. kept following us. Yeah. Like, it was, it was weird. Yeah. And he and I remember him giving me the finger, wanting me to come. And, like, I would, like, kind of be looking over my shoulder, and he would always be, like, giving me the finger, giving me the eyes, or, like, he would try to be... The commu- finger, as in the come here finger. Come here. He was trying to, like, communicate to me without you guys seeing. And I was like, mm-hmm, no. So, yeah, that's our scary stories, our Halloween stuff. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Decided to just do a little... Little, little fun one. Yeah, little fun one. I feel like we've been doing some, you know, more serious. Yeah, we so. definitely had some serious topics. So, in honor of Halloween, we thought we should have a good festive one.
All right, so we have a few special listeners who, I mean, sorry, everybody, but they're our favorite listeners. Definitely we want to give favorite. a little shout-out to. Um, my shout-out goes to Adriana. Hi, Adriana. I miss you. I'm so glad that you listened to me. I'm sorry that you try to talk back, and I you can't actually talk back to me because it's not a phone call. You'll, you'll get it someday. Someday. <laughs> um, and my shout-out goes to Hudson all the way in Texas. Love you, dude. Hope y'all are having a good time down there. Down there. (laughs) And if you enjoyed today's podcast, just make sure and go and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to. Uh, We currently have up to, I think, 10 reviews on Apple Podcasts that we can see and only one written review. So go up those numbers, people. We love to see them. Uh, You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Coffee and a Combo Podcast. Uh, We also sometimes do some special stories and polls. Uh, We're definitely going to be getting into doing more of that kind of stuff. We want to know what you guys want to hear, what you're liking, uh, all that kind of stuff. You can also follow me on Instagram at Cameron Swear or Jenna at JennaYvette98. Love you guys. Thank you everyone for joining us for our Halloween episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast. We can't wait to see you here again next week.